Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Goofs and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Pulte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Joko, quick question for you. Is DJ Moore the greatest receiver in Bears history already? No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't like. The, I, I've never seen somebody get shit on for having like three passes in my entire life. He had three passes. He went three for three, and everybody on the internet roasted the guy. I, I I'm kind of annoyed by that, but it's a fucking preseason game. Jesus Christ! I mean, I was, he had negative seven air yards after three passes. He didn't. He didn't throw a pass past a lot of scrimmage, but he had what two touchdowns. He had two drives the entire game. Then was like, "All right, we're good." It was the most ridiculous amount of slander I think I've ever seen on a Bears player. And th there's been a lot of reasons to shit on him. I, I was blown away because I'm hungover. I enjoyed my Friday off. I probably drank too much all day Friday, and I was like, "All right, I'm like dead in the couch watching this game." And I was like, "Cool." They took out Fields. I can turn the game off. It's preseason. Who cares? Then I get like 14 text messages going like, Justin Fields sucks. I was like, what? where did this come from? <laughs> it just doesn't make any yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just the, the part is everyone's so excited for football that we're already rushing to our like week two and week three takes. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the Bears are still going to be fun. Uh, obviously, I'm sure it was good. You know what annoyed me is... The graphics for the Bears Titans, they had the Titans in red and the Bears in blue, and I was like, "What the fuck is, yeah. is this?" Unfortunately, like when it comes to, to the Chicago um, like local media, it is awful, and that's basically yeah. how NFL Network displayed all the games yesterday. But no, those aren't the best. Basically, it's looked like it's ran by a couple of, like high school kids in their own eight like tech class. Yeah, I would just be offended if I was like a Bears fan and they had us basically in like Titan blue uh, on the graphics. Just weird. Yeah, there, there's a lot of things to be offended of, about uh, being a Bears fan, but you know what? We're going to be fine. We were one of the best worst teams of all time last year, so I think we'll probably follow the <laughs> same they, tracks. You know what the banner at Soldier Field says? Uh, best worst time, <laughs> best worst team of all time. I think they're like we scored more points to get the number one pick in the draft. We had to be the highest explosive number one pick in the draft of all time. Yeah, you might be right on that. But yeah, either way, today we got the SEC, the uh, Chicago Bears of uh, college football. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's the usual uh, case of the SEC, right? We, we know... Georgia's probably up there. We know Alabama's up there. And then there's some question marks. Um, maybe LSU you put in that category. I guess, what do you want to do? you want to break it down by division first? Yeah, let's start off with the West if you're cool with that. Or East, whichever okay. one. You the coin. Um, let's do West. All right, so I think it's easy to start off with Alabama in the West. Yep. I mean, first thoughts on this. They are in a rebuild. They lost Bryce Young. They lost Will Anderson. They had a lot of guys leave to go to the draft, right? That's typical Alabama football. Correct. 
Now, I actually just read something. Anytime Alabama has been ranked at preseason number one, they have not won the championship that year. Just just as a heads up. Number one this, this year. year they, are, they are not ranked as a preseason number one. So, so you're this saying... could be a, like, people are sleeping on Alabama and they come out and win. I actually, I have more questions on this team itself here because, I mean, I watched that Milrow, Jalen Milrow play last year and I thought this kid was brutal. I know there's, like, a little bit of a quarterback controversy if it's going to be Jalen Milrow. Is it going to be uh, Tyler Bruchner? Um, Buckner, I'm sorry, Buckner, Jesus Christ. I kind of butchered that name, Jesus. But yeah, I don't know exactly who's going to be playing for quarterback for Alabama. Uh, I also, like, every time I bet against Bama, they look like the greatest team of all time. So it's it it's kind of a loss-loss situation here. I'm not sure what to do with this team. Their over-under is 10.5 on wins this year. Like the under. The under makes sense because I can see two losses, right? Like, there's three tough games they have. I mean, they have LSU and Tennessee at least at home. Or, I'm sorry, they're at Texas A&M. Tennessee's going back, and that's kind of a revenge game for Alabama from last year. Now, I just don't know if the new players are going to be able to buy back in. I mean, they got five offensive starters coming back, five defensive starters coming back, so basically half the team is going to be brand-new starters. I really what think there's quarterback who was like fast, fast last year. Are you talking am I, about? Am I imagining that? I think you are because that Jalen Milrow kid was not good. Uh, you were Bryce Young was hurt and he went up. So Jalen Milrow stepped up against A&M and basically almost lost the game against the Aggies. They, I think that score was what? Uh, 24 to 20. I just remember he was fast as lightning, and I was like, oh, great. But you're right. He was not a great actual quarterback. He was a pretty good runner. Right. I'm just, I'm not big, I'm not sold on Alabama. I'm probably going to do this. I think they're go, they go nine and three. I think they lose to Texas once again. That's just me being biased there. But I really do think they will have a hard time against LSU this year, and I think they have another hard time against Tennessee. They just don't have the things to reload. I could be wrong. I kind of want to hedge those bets with the uh, over 10.5 to like say, hey, they could win the West. It, it's just... It... Here's what I would say they have going for them. Texas, LSU, Tennessee, right? Those are their hardest yeah. uh, uh, matchups. All at home. And I'll be perfectly honest. Their game at Texas A&M is going to be one that's going to be tough for them. They're not good on the road. In the last three years, they've, like, against the spread, they have not played well on the road. That's another huge thing because I think anytime they go, like, A&M is, like, their weird kryptonite. For some reason, they do not do well against them. I think, based on what I was reading earlier this morning, I mean, A&M will probably be, like, a 9-10 to 10 point dog. That might be my yeah. bet of the year, and I'm I, I'm a massive A and M hater, but I really do think getting ten points with Aggies against them historically would be like an easy cover for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Um, I just, I mean, that is, you know, that's a tough road game, right, at Texas A and M. But outside that, 
I guess maybe if Auburn is somehow magically good, but otherwise, at Mississippi State, at Kentucky, at USF, this is a very friendly schedule uh, away from home. It is. I mean, I think because uh, all their home games are pretty, they got their toughest games at home. Mississippi, the uh, Mississippi, Arkansas will be somewhat tough. Tennessee will be tough. LSU will be tough. I think there's going to be teams that walk in there and, uh, and steal a win from Alabama. That's why I'm going with the under with Alabama. That being said, I could be, this could be completely wrong and I get fucked by Nick Saban and his greatness. I just feel like we're, it's, it's time to see that this team actually finally regresses for once. Um, who else do you have, uh, I guess, in the West? actually really like LSU to actually win the West. Um, they have a pretty easy schedule. If you take Florida State out, it's the first week. But, like, they still got Grambling. They got Army. They got Georgia State. So those are three wins. I think that Florida State game will be a close one, kind of like the same one as it was last year. Uh, honestly, their road games at Mississippi State, that team's kind of in a rebuild. At Mississippi, so they're playing in Mississippi twice. That Ole Miss team will be better than they were last year. This could be a tough challenge for them. They're at Missouri, not too worried about that. But then they at home, they got Florida, A&M, Auburn. That's pretty good. <laughs> neutral site, Florida State, although not that neutral since it's three hours away. But um, yeah, and at Alabama is not something I think LSU has a problem with. No, I mean, I think Alabama will win that game. I I want to because I want to see what happens with their system. I mean, Jaden Daniels is a stud. He's probably the top two quarterback in this league or in this conference. I would sprinkle a little bit of a Heisman ticket on him. I think that's worth a bet there. Maybe they get by Florida State then it's basically just Alabama and don't fuck up one of their home games. Right. And I think they'll beat the shit out of A&M when it, because they'll be in LSU. Florida is on a rebuild, and they weren't even good last year to, to say it was a rebuild. Auburn, we don't know what we're getting out of Auburn. That could be a question mark there with uh, Hugh Freeze going there. Arkansas is going to be tough. I think that's going to be a really fun home game to watch September 23rd. That's going to be pretty exciting. I mean, they usually play each other pretty well. But other than that, I think LSU has not a favorable schedule, but I think it's in their favor, like based on what they have, like home games wise. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, Okay. Uh, Anything else on LSU? I mean, my Heisman for like, if I were to pick a Heisman out of the SEC, Jaden Daniels, kids a stud. Malik Neighbors, that combination between him and Jaden Daniels will be pretty electric. Um, other than that, they got a decent defense. I don't know. I think the second year for uh, Brian Kelly will be a lot better than his first. I think this team has the most upside, and this could be like a college football playoff team. Just depends on how, because this might be a two-loss team that makes it to the college football playoffs. Just depends on how they do against Alabama and how Alabama does against everybody else. Who do you got for the three spot then in the West? Probably A&M? Actually, um, so 
Yes, and I'll be perfectly honest with you. This oh, is yeah. the... Yeah, I fuck, I ahead. hate this team, um, and I hate everything they're about. But if there is a time to buy low, this is the team to buy low this year. Last year was awful for them. Them losing to App State, them barely making it by Miami. They went on a rough little run there. But they ended up on a high note, went 5-7 and seven and beat LSU, which ended up going to the SEC Championship. So maybe that was kind of like a trap game for LSU because they're probably focused on the next one ahead. I don't know, but I do think that this team will be better than next year. I think we're getting them at seven and a half for the win totals. Yeah, that's what I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, last year they had, what, three or four quarterbacks actually start. They didn't really, they kind of figured it out towards the end with Connor Wegman. I think this team will be better. It's, they also have a, other than, if you take a, what, they play Alabama in Alabama. They go, or they play Alabama at home. They play at LSU. Those are their two tough games. I do think they lose around three games tops because New Mexico, I think that's an easy one for them. Miami's not good. Louisiana Monroe should be a win. Auburn should be a win. Arkansas's tough. I, I think this is, Arkansas's my, like, surprise here. They, that's usually a neutral side in Dallas world, uh, Jerry world. Hey, see, and I'm going back to my time watching the Arkansas-Alabama game, or Arkansas-A&M game last year. I think mm -hmm. Arkansas was away from winning that. If you remember, they kicked the field goal, and it went above the goalpost. And yeah, didn't it, they start out like they were on fire? They were up like 21 or something right, right off the bat? Yeah, it was what? I think, yeah, 23 to 21. A&M won. And it was literally, I think, Auburn, or no, I'm, Jesus Christ. Arkansas should have won because, like, I think they got screwed by the refereeing at that point, and they called the field goal no good, even though it was a questionably good field goal. It just went above the goalpost. It's the first time I've ever thought, I was like, why don't we make those fucking higher? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Have it go all the way um, to the roof. What does it matter? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, they have a hard matchup at Tennessee. Uh, not going to be a, a fun one for them, and at LSU. But outside that. You know, they can, they're probably going to be the favorites in every other game. Yeah, their losses are realistically in like a realistic kind of like coin flip. Their losses could be Arkansas, Bama, Tennessee, Mississippi, LSU. So that's five right there. I expect them at least win two out of the five. Yeah. We'll see. So Never count out old Jimbo. No, I can count out on him. But I mean, at this point, like, I think they had such a bad year last year that we're getting a good price this year for them in the future. So I really do like the over seven and a half wins there. Uh, who else you got here in the West? We got Mississippi Ole Miss. Uh, Lane Kiffin's fourth year here. They have nine offensive starters coming back, seven returning on defense. Uh, Jackson Dart should be like, yeah, I think he's not the greatest of all time, but he should be able to manage this. They have a pretty tough, I would say tough, there's a possibility this team goes two and two. Mercer, easy win. Georgia Tech, they should take care of that. But the at Tulane and at Alabama, September 9th, at Tulane, Tulane, decent school. If you remember last year, they beat USC in that, uh, the Cotton Bowl. Then they go to Alabama. So they should start off two and two, but then this is kind of where it goes. Like, I think they can bounce back. I think they can take care of LSU. I think that is going to be probably one of the games of the week that week. They, go, they have Arkansas at home. They go into Auburn. Vanderbilt should be an easy win. 
Texas A&M in Miss at Ole Miss. I would say they do take care of Texas A&M. Unfortunately, they get Georgia, and then they have Mississippi State as their, their egg bowl thing. Uh, that being said, I kind of like this team to go. Let me see what the line is one more time. They're at seven and a half as well, so they're on the same lines as Texas A&M. I think there's eight wins in their picture there. I, I would say Mercer, Georgia Tech, A&M, Vanderbilt, ULM and Monroe. They should take care of Mississippi State. Only because you're right, right? They could win all eight of those games and just get their four losses, Bama, LSU, Auburn, Georgia. But then it's like, if they trip up on any of those eight regular games, then they're now under. Assuming they don't beat Alabama, LSU, Auburn, or Georgia. Right, exactly. I I, I do think they could steal one from one of those four. That'd be huge. Um, I think they usually do. They typically have one upset a year, and that's kind of like what they're... Basically, what keeps the fans happy up there, and Lane Kiffin still has a job. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what about Arkansas? I fucking love Arkansas. Um, not in the sense of like actual like school, but as a gambling group person, I think this team is also very like under the radar. Nobody's really looking at them. Uh, I think they have a also a top quarterback in this conference. Uh, KJ Jefferson has. Pretty damn fast. I think maybe you're confusing him with the, the other guy. But I really do like this. Uh, I think they have, what, Western Carolina, Kent State, BYU. And then their first real comp, like, competition is going to be LSU. I think this team can start off, what, 4-1? and one? Yeah. And yeah, then the I rest of their schedule does get pretty difficult at that point. Uh, Miss at Adams LSU. Yeah, at LSU, at Mississippi, at Bama, at Florida. Now, I think this the playing at the Swamp is always kind of like a weird thing. It's like they're Lubbock, I feel. Uh, Florida's on a rebuild year. I think they should be able to take care of that, but that's never a... When you're going to the Swamp, you never really know, right? You, sh- you know better than I do. They should be probably favored in that, if it goes how we think Florida season's going to go, but... Yeah, I, I think know. we're getting an absolute steal here at over six and a half. I've actually already locked in this bet. I think they easily get to eight games. So I think that's fine. Over six and a half is my play here. Uh, next school in the West we have is Auburn Tigers. Hugh Freeze, this is his first year. Uh, they have a very easy non-conference. They got UMass. They got Cal, and they got Samford. Oh, and New Mexico State. But other than that, that's four wins I think I could give them there. I think that's the only four that I'll I, I say that that's going to be the case. Maybe they beat Vanderbilt. Beat Vanderbilt. Yeah, so what, that's five wins? <laughs> that's five, but they're over-under is seven. Yeah, I'll go under, because I don't think that they're going to do well against A&M. Because they'll be at A&M, tough place to play. They're going to go and have Georgia at home. I think Georgia will take care of business. They got LSU. LSU at Arkansas, Bama at home. Those are Arkansas all is a tough one, too. Yes. And, and, I mean, yeah, I think five and seven would be a 
not an awesome year for them, but like I think for the expectations, that should be fine. I'm going under the six and a half for them. I think that's going to be my play with Auburn. Yeah, I, I like them for five wins, uh, which means I would definitely probably take the under here for Auburn because their over-under is seven, which yeah. seems a bit high. Seems high for them. I, I not, Maybe there's some big Hugh Freeze hype that we don't know about. I'm not necessarily a big fan of Auburn itself. I just don't think that they can bounce back that quickly. Give it another year. We might be talking differently. I will say they did get nine defensive people, defensive starters back and eight offensive starters back. That could be helpful. I just don't see them. This is they have a tough schedule. Yep. Uh, okay. And then we got Mississippi State. Yeah, Mississippi State. All right. Um, realistically, um, with Mike Leach passing away, I do think this program is kind of in shambles at this point. I think this might be one of the worst teams in the SEC West. I'm on a heavy under here for. Mississippi State. I think they're at six and a half. I think that's way too high because they're still playing. I mean, they get Alabama, Kentucky, LSU, Auburn, Arkansas. I mean, sir, the road games are going to be tough. Carolina's, South Carolina's been decent at Arkansas, at Auburn, at AM. Those are all really tough places to play. Yeah, I think this team direction. maybe wins. I think they win their non conference games. Like, they're going to beat Southeastern Louisiana. They're going to beat Arizona. They're going to beat Southern Miss. And that actually might be a questionable one there. Western yeah, Michigan. I have a hard top. time figuring out how they're going to get more than six wins. No, I think this I is a three to four it. win team. That one, maybe you want to go ahead and just lock in while we're doing this. <laughs> yeah, lock if I in. Have it. in. Lock in. If you really want to do a parlay here real quick, and this is on Fandle, I'm locking in the Mississippi State under and the Arkansas over. Uh, over it's and a half, yeah. Oh, yeah, it won't like that. let me parlay it, so never mind. That being said, all right, well, we can move on to the next one. I think we're done with the West, right? Uh, Yes. That brings us to the SEC East. Have you seen an easier schedule than what Georgia has for a college football team? It's really hard to... Someone's going to have to beat on the playoff. Yeah, I think Georgia, even with the kind of quarterback in question, I believe Carson Beck is getting the starting job for that. He didn't really... He's been there for four years, so he knows the offense well. He's only played a few games behind Stetson Bennett. But yeah, I mean, UT Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, UAB, at Auburn, Kentucky, at Vanderbilt, Florida neutral site game, Missouri, Mississippi, at Tennessee. And I think that's really the only tough competition they have. Like, that will be their hardest game right there. At Tennessee. And then Georgia Tech. Wow. No, I think this might be the easiest schedule of all time. Um, this will be a 12-0 team. They will be 13-0. I think they won the SEC conference as well. Honestly, this is kind of that, like, this is where Alabama was back in the day. It's like, you could put anybody a quarterback and they'll take care of business, good or bad. I think Carson Beck is set up for success there. 
Hell, it might be worth even doing a little Carson Beck sprinkle on the Heisman. I think he's at 25 to 1 odds right now. Hey, has he been in this moment? Yeah, uh, Georgia's going to be du- double-digit favorites for every single game this year, except for when they go into Tennessee. There really isn't too much to talk about here. This team is stacked, and they will continue to be stacked. Uh, speaking of which, all right, let's just go on to Tennessee then. Is there any? What are the chances that they win the SEC? What is that? Uh, East. I think there is a 5% chance that they win the SEC East. Tennessee's Dang best it, team in their history literally could not beat them last year. By, they got like absolutely spanked by Georgia last year. I don't think this uh, Hilton kid is much better than uh, much better than what, Hooker? And Hooker was healthy during that game too and they got smoked. Yeah, yeah I'm, uh, I mean, the rest of their schedules. Not too, too bad. You know, they do have Georgia, and they play at Bama. And then the rest of it kind of lines up pretty nice. A&M at home. Missouri and Vanderbilt are two of the teams that they, on their schedule, plus Kentucky. I mean, that's pretty friendly. At Gators when it's a bad off year for the Gators. Right. I see two losses in this schedule. I see Georgia, and I see Bama. Maybe at Kentucky they could lose. But he's, I mean, Kentucky's on a rebuild as well. They just lost their main quarterback. They're not looking too hot either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure most Tennessee fans would take 10 and 2. Yeah. Not a bad year. I mean, they'll be one game back on or two games back on Georgia. The Tennessee Volunteers will probably get a New Year's Six Bowl. I think there's. I. There might be a bit of a reason to go take a uh, Joe Milton Heisman ticket. I just think once I get beat by Georgia, that ticket's dead. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Because the Heisman's literally won in the month of November. It doesn't really matter what you do in the beginning of the year. It's like literally the last three weeks of the season is when Heisman's are won. And once he gets punked by Georgia, ticket's fucked. And I don't necessarily like that. Uh, maybe do it as a hedging thing. I don't know. There's not a really good way to go with that. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, okay. Anything else for Tennessee? Yeah, I'm on their over nine and a half wins. Ten and two seems pretty good. I think that's pretty easy. I don't think they'll slip up on their uh, like their non-conference or anything crazy like that. I think this seems going to be all right. Uh, nothing left I have on that. I am going to zag a little bit here and maybe just go slight under on that, but we'll see. Um, all right, uh, Kentucky is probably the next one, or you have them. You have South Carolina. Pass yeah, South Carolina, but we can talk Kentucky. Okay. I, I mean, mean, no more about, Will Levis. Yeah, no more Will Levis. No more mayo and coffee or anything crazy like that, uh, unless Devin Leary does weird shit. Uh, Devin Leary is a new quarterback here. I, my first impression on the schedule is like it, it does look pretty difficult. They're at Georgia. They got Bama. They kind of pulled the shit in the sick on the SC, the east side. Yeah. I am assuming that this team can get over their line, which is six and a half. 
I think that's pretty easy because they got Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, Akron, Vanderbilt. So they should have a 4-0 start. That should be the realistic Kentucky kind of line there. That all they need to do is win three more games. Which they could get, I mean, Missouri. Missouri, Louisville, Mississippi State. I think there's three wins there. Uh, So, yeah, I'm I'm on the over for six and a half. I'm... Do I think that they're going to be any kind of competition for like a postseason, like a playoff? No, but I think they squeak by, get a bowl game. They're in the Tropical Smoothie Bowl out in Frisco, some weird shit like that, right? That's the expectations for their season. I think Kentucky fans should be fine with that. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm on the same page. Um, it's just, it's pretty easy to get them to six wins, and that's just can they, you know, beat any of the other six teams? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so let's go on to South Carolina. Last year they were eight and five. It was kind of a surprise for a lot of people. Spencer Rattler still quarterback. I think this is his last year, so he would be going to the draft if he does well. Um, they have a kind of a tough schedule as well, dude. Their game one is against North Carolina. North Carolina's not a not a bad team. That's a neutral site game. It'll be being played at Charlotte. So nice little battle between North and South. I would expect them to lose that game. Uh, then they got Furman, who gives a shit, right? But then they're at Georgia for their first SEC game. I think that is going to rock them. They should beat Mississippi State. Then they go at Tennessee. So I think they got a unfortunate road trips because then they're going to A&M later in the season. Yeah, Look if anything... Here. I'm on the under... Uh, this is kind of a debatable one. I think this one's a coin flip. I'm not really taking this. But if I had to lean, I would lean under. I would say a six and six year for them is fine. I don't think they go over six and a half. Well, okay. Furman, Mississippi State, Gators in their off year, Jacksonville State, Vanderbilt is five. So it really just comes down to, can they beat Kentucky and Missouri? Which right. they probably... I think they can. Let me go back on that. I'll take the... Uh, I don't fucking like this team. <laughs> I don't know what to do there. I'm Are you maybe biased against Spencer Rettler? Yeah, I am. Just... And that's probably it. Honestly, I can't stand his fucking face. Okay. Uh, that's fair. Um, okay. Who do you have after South Carolina? Uh, what? We got literally three teams left to talk about. I think we, we're missing the Gators. So Gators, Vanderbilt, and Missouri. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's talk Florida Gators. Even in their <laughs> best year, like, let's think about this. Their best quarterback since Tebow, high-drafted guy, and they still went 6-7 and seven last year. I don't yep. think it gets much better for Florida next year. If anything, they get significantly worse, right? Well, they got at Utah. That's not going to be fun. Uh, at South Carolina, at LSU. Uh, non-conference, obviously, Florida State. We'll be ready for that one. Um, I don't know. I'm looking. Their over/under is five and a half. McNeese, Charlotte, under. Vanderbilt. That's three. I don't know, Mom always biased when it comes to the Gators in Miami, and I just feel like I never like being the f- massive favorites over them. 
because they always will play us play I, at our I, level. It's hard for me to imagine them get better. Or with their best quarterback since Tebow, they went six and seven. In the conference, they went three and five. They tied for basically fourth in the East. It is really hard for me to think that this team is going to be awesome. They have only five people returning on defense, six returning on offense. They right. lost 26, you know what, decent players, right? I, it is really hard for me to say, like, that team is going to win more than six games. I think they missed the bowl this year. Uh, anything on Missouri? Missouri, I think it's going to have like a kind of a surprise year for everybody. Their line right now, I think, is six and a half, right? Yes. I wouldn't be shocked if they go over. I mean, their non-conference pretty easy. South Dakota, Middle Middle Tennessee, Kansas State. It just depends on what they look like. We're kind of on clear on that. Memphis should be a win, and then they got Vanderbilt. That's five wins potentially four and one to start off. And then I think they just have to kind of up do a pull a couple upsets, right? They have to pull off two at least. Yeah. And who knows? It could be against Kentucky. It can be against Florida. I mean, they've played those teams well in the past. I mean, if we looked at last year, weren't they like a field goal away from beating Georgia? Yeah, 22 to 26, they lost to Georgia last year. I mean, Missouri could be one of the surprising, shocking teams of this. I like the over six and a half. Okay. I think I can get on board with that. Uh, that just leaves Vanderbilt, who almost just made a bowl game last year. Very happy for those guys. Uh, actually, huge. They beat Kentucky. They beat Florida. That was, that was their ending the streak of a SEC, uh, what, law six uh, streak, right? Yeah, I don't think it's going to get much better. I think that was the highlight of their years, or the decade at that point. Uh, maybe they start 2-0 against Hawaii and Alabama a and I think Wake Forest should run through them. The UNLV game might be a coin flip, and then every game after that should be a loss. I'm assuming Kentucky will have a revenge game. Florida will have a revenge game. They're, those teams are probably really embarrassed that they lost to Vanderbilt. Yeah, I think they lose every game after that. After basically September 16th, all the way to November 25th, they're going to lose every single game. Like the actual best case scenario for them is probably four wins. Correct. And the worst case is probably one. I don't know. Um, yeah. Correct. It's going to be pretty embarrassing if they get smacked by Hawaii, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, so then I guess a little bit on SEC. Um, obviously, we expect uh, multiple contenders in the conference. Uh, who do you got, Heisman? I think you said Jaden Daniels. I like Jaden Daniels and LSU. I think that's because if you're looking at the end of the LSU schedule there, and I'll pull it up real quick, I can really see that he goes on a winning streak towards the end, and then he looks a lot better. So let's say he has a really good game at Alabama. Then he beats Florida, Georgia State, Texas A&M. What, they're... This could... Like, and I, that's what I'm saying. Like, this could be a weird... like Kind of like Caleb Williams. He sort of came out of nowhere because he started winning games for like 50 points at the, towards the end. And that's literally what gave him a Heisman. I like Jaden Daniels. 
as like a Heisman pick, a little runner up there. I'm um, looking at other Heismans. I like the Carson Beck kid from Georgia. I think that isn't a terrible play. I'm not saying like bet the house on it, but a couple sprinkles there kind of have something to cheer, cheer for there. Um, KJ Jefferson with Arkansas. If they can, I, I say if they can get nine to 10 wins, he could be a Heisman finalist. I think he's one of the second best quarterbacks in this conference. That that Arkansas team is going to be okay. Yeah. I think my yeah, biggest think surprise would be that they look terrible. I think they finally have something here. Okay. Um, any other, uh, I guess, props or odds for the SEC? Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up here because actually there was an exact combination of the SEC championship game. Uh, Georgia beating Alabama was plus 410. Georgia beating LSU was like plus 900. I like those. I like that hedge. Yeah, I like that a lot. I even put Georgia beating Texas A&M, and I did that at, what, plus... 1500 so i really like those three i don't think anybody's beating georgia in the day no but you're just talking about to get to face them so aren't you getting really good odds for i mean there's almost no scenario where it's not georgia right right? so here we go i got it exactly popped up here i was going off top of the head here georgia to beat lsu is plus 600 georgia to beat alabama plus 410 georgia to beat texas a&m was plus 1400 I think if you literally put anything Georgia to beat somebody and you put a unit on each, you're going to end up in a profitable situation. Yep. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. I'm going to have to do that. Um, okay. Anything else? Uh, alt win totals. I was trying to look at that. There wasn't anything I saw there. Uh, there's not a lot of like receiving props or rushing props I was looking at. Like there's, I'm not getting a lot of options there. But I really think... I think award-wise, if you're to sprinkle a little bit on Jaden Daniels, uh, KJ Jefferson, and uh, Connor Carson Beck, those are all going to be decent options for you there. I think at the end, there, there's going to be a Heisman conversation on all three of those quarterbacks. I'm with you. Uh, let's see. Anything else? You got anything for the Sunday baseball lineup? Uh, I was looking at some home run props because I'm sick and tired of getting beat in like the seventh inning. So looking for low-risk, high-reward type plays just to kind of, like, keep me paying attention. Uh, I like Vlad Guerrero Jr. to hit a home run today against Talion and the Cubs. I did put uh, Soler out there, but I just saw that he's out of the lineup. So that one's pretty much a dead ticket. So it's voided. I do like Acuna just hit home run. I think he's uh, playing the Mets. Why the fuck not? Yeah. I mean, he's definitely hot enough. Um, okay. Um, trying to think if there's anything. Uh, I like no runs first inning, Yankees, Marlins. Uh, and what was the other one I was looking at? There was another one. Guardians uh, race. Bibby and Eflin. Take those, and then maybe a little sprinkle on a parlay, Yankees, Dodgers, Reds, game one. So we'll see how that turns out. I'm trying to pull up the slate here. My computer's running really slow. Uh, 
I like the Giants and Rangers under four and a half runs in the first five innings. I think uh, two decent pitching matchups there, Logan Webb and Dane Dunning. Like that a lot. Offense hasn't been awesome. Last night, I think we had our first like nine-run game in like two, three weeks. Um, Seattle and Baltimore, that's a fun game. Kind of like the over on that. Those are what Miller and Bradish are pitching today. Over what eight, that seems kind of like a steal, right? Seems I almost think, too good to be true. Well, uh, nine innings yesterday, zero runs. <laughs> Not sure so our boy about They are due, if you want to look at it that way. Uh, yeah, I actually, I'll even lean Baltimore on the run, like, money line here. Minus 110? Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Good series out there. Cool. All right, I think that's all we got for this week. Um, later on, I think on Wednesday, we'll have the ACC preview, and then we will be all set for some awesome college football this year. Um, I think uh, I'm also going to send you maybe a little invite to a, a uh, picks league for uh, college football, so we'll follow that throughout the year. Um, anything else on your end? I think next week uh, after ACC talk, I mean, we should start getting into the NFL. We're we're in preseason time. We're in this weird kind of like fake high that we have for preseason football. We should start getting into NFL futures and props there. And then yes. honestly, we're full steam ahead. We'll have a busy September, basically to January. Hundred percent, cool. All right. Well, thank you everyone for uh, tuning in. Make sure to like, follow us, subscribe us, tweet us, tell all your friends about us, and we will be back on Wednesday. All right. Later, guys.